Okay, we're jumping right into Q&A, so I'll throw that number up there. Oh, and I'll throw that Bruce right up there. Well, you said jumping. That's right. Yeah, hee-haw. Four, the joint show, was jumping today. Yeah, it was. 447-8474. Go ahead and text in any questions, comments, concerns, supplements, your own stories, whatever. Send them on in and we'll go through them right now. Well, that was a lot of fun. Storyteller, Bruce. Did you, did you have as much fun as I did? Yes, I imagine. Um, I got to just say, though, because right off the top, this is, you said it in here, um, and this is so clearly true. This is one of those things that I'm glad you said it. You, my life's quest is to convince you that God's word is a great read. If you want to know the heart of your senior pastor, that's it. That's such a, that's such a good way to, to say everything that you do I believe is firmly purposed with that. You know that the book actually does it all if you just actually read it. And so today, I thought that was a wonderful example of exactly how it can be and what's missing there because I read it and it didn't come alive <laughs> until somebody just prompts you to go, it's alive, like it is good. You just have to believe These are real people. It. Yeah. It's so, sometimes, so. They, sometimes when they talk, they sound like each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they can't seem to keep you, their voice, their you, accents straight. Well, because Bruce said to me last week, because when I was reading, and I was doing Paul in bondage and saying it as Paul, and you're like, boy, who knew that the angel had handcuffs on? The angel said to me this and that. And I go, oh, that's right. It's so hard to keep it straight oh. in your mind. But well, yeah. you know, I want to thank you. I want to comment on that. Mm -hmm. um, why that's my life's quest? Because. If you don't think about it, you go, really? Reading the Bible? Is, isn't it like getting Jesus in people's heart and have, you know, helping their whole life be? Yes. I want the Lord to be in their heart, but I want the Lord to be reigning and ruling in their life. I want their witness to be strong. I want everything about them to be functioning correctly in the Lord in every way possible. And after 39 years here, mm -hmm. what I've learned is it all Come, it's dominoes. It all comes down to one thing. Read the Bible. You, no one can read it for you. Right. You have to put it in your heart. And so, yeah, I want to see all kinds of healing and stuff happen. But I know that if I can convince people to put the Bible in their heart... It's going to happen. Right. It, 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 that is the trigger for everything. Look because at this the, cutie right here. The, What's <laughs> your name? Hey, little girl, <laughs> little girl, what's your name? She's been taught she, to run, which yeah. is wise. Yeah, um, yeah uh, the, I'm going to call you Sarah. The, <laughs> <laughs> the book itself tells you that's how it works, too. I mean, that's the whole, and, and, and what we're real good at, what our natural instinct is to build that God from our desires instead of what the book says, which is why I think... It's not, like you said, it's not saying I don't want to, I'm not saying it's more important than anything else. I'm saying nothing else happens without this. Right. You and have this, to do this. Ezekiel 310, son of man, receive every word I've spoken into your heart and have ears to hear. And then Jesus preaches, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. It's right. like, if you don't know the Bible, you can't really understand what I'm doing, which right. is why they crucified him, because they didn't. Right. And now we're supposed to be his followers and he makes it clear you'll continue in the word if you're following me and I think what we what we do is we go well our theology has been worked out and so I need to know a few main scriptures of why I believe what I believe 
and look up a bunch of commentators what they say about that, and I'm good. It's like, and God says, okay, cool. Well, then same goes for you. I'll just ask some people who you met passing by on the subway about you, <laughs> and I'll judge you based on that. Sound, sound fair? And you go, no, of course That's not. That's not fair if it's me. Yeah, yeah. So, but we just don't realize that the Bible is stories. Right. And you read that story for real. Like, you really read it and put it in your heart, and you go, I want to be more like that guy. No, I just yeah. want to be more like that. It just, it's, an ins it's inspiring. Right. And, and so knowing that we need to do that, yet, this is the fun, because it's, you know, God just is so clever that we know that it's that easy. We know that it's that simple. It's that the book is in everybody's hands who wants it ever. And still, there's this whatever instinct in us, that sinful fleshly instinct that when it goes on, I go off. I just want to yeah. turn off to it. And so I know because as much as I would love to just, we've talked about this, it would just be great to like get up and go, all right, today we're reading this. No sermon necessary. We're just reading from the Bible. And yet it is so hard to not tune it out. And so kudos on not letting us tune out. I think that's, that's the trick here is if we can find a way to actually hang on it like it's a TV show that we like, yeah. then we'll, we'll do the simple, easy thing, which is asking. Just say, listen. Okay, we got any uh, um, uh, texts coming in? Not somebody who was talking about sound stuff, and then they said, uh, I just love this part of it. They texted something and said, something's always up or down with the sound and something, and then they went, I'm sorry if that sounded critical. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I just want to let you know. And I, Thank you, though. We do appreciate if we know that something's not working on the end at home. It's good to know, so appreciate you. Um, okay, and here is the, this is a great, this is a, such a heartwarming, encouraging message for us, and I believe this is coming from the person who prompted this sermon last week. Oh! Said, I love the balance here. I can see the goal of serving in excellence with those PowerPoints and these well-thought-out productions, and the humility to be human, fixing the music this morning, <laughs> living in the reality of the curves, bumps, and uncertainties while not being swayed by the blessings along the way is courage and is Christ. I'm blessed by this place. Thank you. Oh, We're wow. blessed by you. That is so that, encouraging. That is, that is, yeah, just wonderful. Um, aside from that, I don't have any questions yet, so maybe it's because everybody's buried in the Bible reading what... Well, see, what's so fun is, you know, when you just read the Bible, there's not a lot to argue. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And what, what I like about that, too, um, that you, because I go, oh, you, well, you came to the end of Acts, right? Like, we got to the, the, where's, I want more of the story and stuff. Well, how funny is it, Philippians, these other letters that are a part of the story, mm -hmm. that are just a part of the story. It's I not know. just dry theology that you just think is some And you guy. go, yeah, but if it was all in order, then it'd be easier. And like, there's a reason that God put it out of order. Because there's something fun about learning these stories, and then all of a sudden you go, like a puzzle, you go, wait, this goes with that. That's what he means when he says in plenty or in want. And I was talking to somebody this yeah. week about that. You know, this is him talking about this experience. And they go, I've always wondered when he says in plenty, when was he in plenty? It was like, Temptation it, comes, Island, it comes right off the story where he had everything. And who, yeah. Um, uh, some of the things too, the, the timelines here that are just so funny that even if you may know this story, you don't stop to think about the duration of some of these. Three months. Three months. Or to just what we can do. Go on the internet, like I did, and type in Malta Beach. <laughs> and go there And you go, you go, wow. 
It's paradise. And then uh, Malta food, Malta music, Malta... Malta uh, meal. Uh, yeah, uh, Malta uh, beverage. And it's just so funny to see. And all of a sudden, I have this picture, like never before, of the Apostle Paul and Luke yeah. sitting on a Mediterranean island for three months being Going. pampered and everyone thinking they're gods. You know, no maybe, wants maybe God wants us to stay here after all. You know, I'm just throwing it out there, buddy. What do you think, you know? And no one wants him to go to Caesar. And yeah. he doesn't have to, but the angel wants him to. God wants him to. And so this is just, this is, to me, this is an incredible story because it's got all the elements. It's God gets Paul uh, to go see Caesar in Rome. Yeah. And then just like God is like, but it's not going to be that easy. Right. I don't just want your will. I want your enthusiasm. I want to know that you, that you, you need that, you need to know that given everything, you would give it all up. Right. So let's give you everything. Yeah. And first, let's start with you fear for your life. You know, because it's like, Paul, you made it through the beatings. Yeah, that didn't right, stop right. you. How about the blessings? Right. Ooh, beatings that should blessings. Have been, that should have been I in the know, sermon. Good. You beatings made it through the beatings. How about the blessings? And it's like, so Paul makes it through the beatings. Good. Then uh, Julius keeps letting him go, which, by the way, uh, you're executed for that. Yeah, yeah. I was reading that going, wait, this sure jumps out at anyone who knows how Roman law works and centurions. You don't let a prisoner go. Yeah. Or you have to suffer the fate. And anyway, uh, you make it through the beatings. Now let's, now let's get you on the ship. Okay, are you going to make it through the loss of fear of the loss of life? And then are you going to make it through... Uh, Temptation Island. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, he's two years in an apartment in Rome yeah. writing the Bible. Two years. Two years, two years getting everything he really wanted. Right. And we go, oh, two years in an apartment, and he's talking to people about the Lord. From That's what they say, morning to night. Yeah, like yeah. this is, he's got I mean, it. He is in his own, and the Jews. The yeah. Jews come Morning to him and say, we want to hear your thoughts. And declared the kingdom of God. Without and tried to hindrance and with boldness. Just like, oh, couldn't be better. You I've never had this before. Being in jail. This I've never had awesome. this. I can just talk. Yeah. And I got a Roman guard next to I'm me. I'm not allowed to go anywhere. I, yeah, I never thought of it. Because uh, you, you guys think he's keeping me here. This is my bodyguard. Yeah, I was going to say, this is that I can see you identifying with. If we said, Bruce, that's it. No leaving the church for three months. You go, and you have to have a really? big, And you have to have a huge bodyguard. So if anyone tries to kill you. <laughs> and uh, we'll bring people to you who want to ask you questions and, and argue with you about this. You're like, have I died and gone to heaven? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anybody got a Samada? I can say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just because this is how things work. Mm-hmm. A man approaches me, Randy, after service, first service, and says, just so you know, I was shipwrecked on Malta. <laughs> wow. Older gentleman. And I said, no. And he goes, yeah. He said, Technically. And I huh. explain. And he says, 30 years ago, we were on a cruise ship in the Mediterranean, and a big old storm came up. And uh, we had a real, uh, we went past three ports. They couldn't land in any port because the way the Phoenix direction. Phoenix and Fairhaven. And <laughs> the direction of the water, it would have rolled the ship. And he says, so we had to go into the storm. And he said, this is a full-on cruise ship. And it's raising the bow on this cruise oh. ship. And they're trying to make it to Malta. 
And we made it to Malta. It was the first place we could land, and it wasn't a scheduled stop. He said, we got off the boat, and we like looked, that? and 60 feet of the bow had been bent flat up by the water. Whoa. But wow. He, he and says, then he got bit by a snake? I asked him. He says, no. <laughs> of course. Uh, but how funny. You tell a story like this in church, and somebody yeah. says, and I, I was shipwrecked on Malta. Yeah, and last, uh, uh, last week, uh, where a uh, guy came up and said, yeah, I saw those anchors. I've been there. I mean, we're in Burlington. <laughs> it's such a small world. I know. I know. And then a couple came up to me and said, uh, you know, we just got back from Phoenix. <laughs> it was their, first, their first Sunday. Okay. Their yeah. first Sunday since coming, they went to Phoenix for the winter. And uh, <laughs> they're they, the one. this is their first Sunday back, and I make a joke about some of you go to, you know, went to Phoenix to winter, like some of you. And they went, we just laugh because we, this is our first Sunday back from Phoenix. That's funny. Just what funny. are the chances? Yep. Um, yeah, so this facing your fears or denying your desires. You, what make it through, you make it through the beating. Can you make it through, through the, the blessing? blessing? That's an eye-opening, unfortunate, you know, convicting thought because... I mean, we live in a world where, especially, I think a lot of Christians' tendencies go, oh, this is the uh, blessing you, I'm doing everything right, right. this is good. This I want to just time to coast. sit here because I earned it, I did it right. And to hear that truth, which is true, which is it's never okay to s sit on your island. <laughs> <laughs> get off your lazy island yeah. and get into God's will. You have to, you, I mean, you're here we, to It's do easy stuff. to say, well, that's Paul, he's a Bible guy. No, he's you're a real a human. Guy. Come on, and, guys. To really, really consider in that time what it meant to go appeal to Caesar, mm -hmm. sit in a dungeon for a couple of years while you're waiting, probably die yeah. waiting, and you're on an island and you don't have to go do it. You just know God wanted you to. Yeah. I, I really think this is one of the greatest stories of an act of faith in yeah. Scripture, and who's ever seen it? I know. That's I want, talk about somebody paint that picture. Somebody paint the picture of Paul and Luke because they would be wearing some kind of little short wraparound something on the beach, sipping a Samata. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With, you got old Castor and Pollux there. Yeah. And just pondering. And, yeah. and I wondered, I always wondered why Luke made that the end of the story there. The, not the end, but right toward the end. The Castor and Pollux. It's the end of the island yeah. story. And so we boarded a ship. That had a figurehead, you know, uh, the, the old twin gods, Castor and Pollux. Right after saying, oh, and by the way, it was there the whole winter with us. It's like, why is that the punchline to this story? And <clears throat> one of the things that I realized was when you start realizing what this story is about, it's about God testing and training Paul and giving him everything. And it's like, but he doesn't just abandon us. He had to have something there that would remind Paul. And say, like, oh, funny. There's just these two gods. They're the ones who protect sailors, watch over everything. Oh, by the way, I got the whole story on Castor and Pollux. Oh, yeah. They're the two stars in Gemini. Yeah. And so sailors, if they could see both stars, then they it felt it was a safe voyage. If they could only see one, it's going to be dangerous. And so they would put the two stars, the Castor and Pollux, on their ship. But... There you have Castor and Pollux, who got that ship there safely, yeah, and apparently yeah. God couldn't get his there safely. It broke up. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's like God is doing everything to show the reality of what it really means to live in a broken world and follow God, a God who isn't a genie. Right. And, there's, and so he gives him everything, sends an angel to make the, we got to make it clear that I really do want you to go there. Right. But now I'm going to give you everything, treat you like a God. 
and we're just going to let Ocaster and Pollux keep their eye on you. So it's just a constant reminder, yeah, this is the world. The, yeah. I'm calling you to, to yeah. heal. Yeah. It's like, uh, God is so Because they're incredible. sitting on that boat going, yep. And that's the we knew we, we were right, and you're, look, how's your boat doing? Yeah, I didn't think so. Right. And we go, yeah, you're going to get that a lot down here. That's how it works down here. Right. It's like, well, by your human senses and really short-sighted, you know, thoughts, you would reason that out and say, well, I better get a Castor and Pollux on it. It's like, okay, this rock keeps away tigers, too. <laughs> you, you know, you want, no, of course not. Yeah. But it's a much bigger discussion. So I've never had so much respect for Paul. Now I can't see him. That, those two years of that Roman apartment. So, and all of a sudden, it all makes sense when he says, now everyone in the whole palace guard, everyone knows these chains are because of Christ. And it's like, oh, that's literal. They, everyone in the palace guard now knows that, well, we didn't put those on him. Yeah. We tried to get rid of the guy. Yeah. And he's got to be half insane to have left what he had. Right. And you can't deny his God miraculously healed every single person on the island. Uh-huh. And the guy puts out his hand and says, well, take me in. It's like, no. Yes. This is what my God wants. It's like, so of course, it's, it's so literal. It's, right. This has really helped to advance the gospel because everyone in the entire palace guard now knows these chains are for Christ. Old cuckoo here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. And... And, you know, here's a thought that I always had while you were reading it, too, where um, uh, I, I, I thought, here, here's, here's my evil tendencies. I felt like, oh, big whoop, Paul, I could do the same thing. If I had an angel appear to me and tell me, you're going to stand before Caesar, and I go, well, then I know I can't. I'm invincible. You know, I know I'm invincible. So God put himself over a barrel here because either I'm going to make it and everything's going to be fine or he's not God. So I know I'm good. And I went, well, see, then it's easy to have faith. And then I went, how is that different? How is that different from what all of us have? This, a similar promise of, let me tell you how it's going to go in the end. So live with that reckless abandon. Like you guys, I know how it's going to end. And I don't live that way. I don't live like I trust it the way that Paul did. And I'll tell you this, 14, this needs to be a movie. Mm -hmm. 14 days in that storm on that ship with that fear. No one can eat. They are just, no one can sleep. They're just trying yeah. to keep the ship held together. Passing ropes under the ship, that was the first time I heard that really stuck out. Yeah, we're trying, we got to hold the ship To hold the ship together. And I, I looked high and low to figure out why they threw the tackle over with their own hands. What, what, whose other hands are they going to use? They throw the ship's gear over with their own hands. It's like, and then I went and looked up the ship's and went, oh, because it's really, really heavy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they got it over. They, it, it was such a panic. Right. That no one ate for 14 days. So picture it. You're not eating for 14 days. You're scared for your life. Uh, this, you're putting up with a storm, and you fall asleep, and an angel appears to you, and you fall back. As, you know, you wake up. There's an angel talking. You fall back, and then you get up. And you go. I, an angel appeared to me. They're going, yeah, there's angels appearing to everyone. <laughs> I mean, you haven't eaten. You've been on a ship. Yeah. You're under this kind of stress and strain. A fort, it's just. It's like. Yeah. So God always, he always gives that out for faith. Right. And we go, because when I picture the angel, I don't know why. I know they're in a storm. I never picture them in a storm when the angel's there. It's God's, uh, Paul's down below, and the angel is standing hey, there buddy. talking to yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. There's not even a down below. That's, there's the rowers. <laughs> yeah. That's 276. You, you camped on the surface. Yeah. You stack stuff up, and then you just slept there. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, these are like just big wooden barges, you know, right. little sides. Oh, I know. So yeah, that reality when you when you paint it right instead of the way you want it to be. Yep. Okay, we gotta go. Um, okay, let me make sure. Uh, God, who isn't a genie? What a wonderful message. People expect God to do what they want Him to do. He's not a genie. Dern to preach it. Dern. Tootin. Um, yeah, uh, great stuff. I'm also taking away the secret here. That's, I just love, I love the way this ended. This is the secret. It's just that secret. To, to live is Christ and to die is, is gain. gain. And the secret, I can do everything. I can do everything through I him. I can do everything through him. If you can get those two principles in and, your head. And we go, oh, you can't do everything. You can't lift a million pounds. It's like, no, he's talking specifically about the living and want and living in plenty and still following Christ. Yeah. That's That's it. the everything he can do. He can he now knows. Yeah. He now knows that he can follow Christ when he has everything the world has to offer because right. he did. And he knows he will live for Christ when he's being beaten nearly to death and thrown in prisons. Because yeah. he did. Yep. So he knows. How freeing. Yeah. Oh, that's just, okay. that's a good message. Okay. Well, fun Sunday. Thank we'll you. We'll do it again. Okay. But until then, we'll let you guys go. Love y'all. Love y'all. Especially you, Let's you do share. it again. That's right. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> See you. Bye.